0: Yo, 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 what's good? Thank you for coming to the House of Barf. I'm Chan Man. And before we get started, I would just like to emphasize that the content that we share on House of Barf is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors and the information provided should not be considered as professional financial advice. Investing and financial decisions involve risk. It is crucial to do your own research or consult with a qualified professional before making any financial choices. The opinions expressed on House of Barf are are of our our own and do not reflect the views of any organizations that we may be affiliated with. Please remember that past performance is not indicative of future results and the financial landscape can change rapidly. Always conduct thorough due diligence and seek financial advice from a financial advisor tailored to your personal needs and circumstances. By listening to this podcast, you agree that the host, and in the future, if we have any guests, are not responsible for any financial decisions you make as a result of the information presented on House of Barf. Now let's dive into today's episode. Yo, 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 what's good? It's Chairman House of Barf. What's poppin'? Uh, Just just getting to the... Market, uh, didn't even do any research late last night, didn't do any research early this morning. Really just, uh, actually just been catching up on sleep. Let me go ahead and turn on CNBC real quick. When I,
1: no, when I, ambitiously, what am going so when you, look, whoever thought that the Screen twenty feet from you. So, like, when you're tr- when you're in bed, I mean, everybody you're looking at a basketball game, and you think it's the Sixers, and it turns out to be the Knicks. Okay, which is not bad because the Knicks look really good. But that's the point. And he was saying the same thing. It's like, oh how God. did it- everybody? So every single person has tried the Vision Pro, but me. Is this like, oh, well, you guys trying to tell me something? Yeah. Your life is shallow and without any meaning. Uh, but, but I was telling Tim, uh, wait, like I'm if an you had told me that man. this was going to happen, that yes, uh, yes. why would you ever put the screen 20 feet? And Tim said, yeah, exactly. That's, there are a lot of things that it's for eat.
0: Okay. They're just discussing how, um, Apple's, uh, I guess sales have kind of went down despite, uh, you know, I guess all this information on the vision pro going on sale. Uh, I don't know if they Chosen, chosen a, a, officially today. an official date.
1: I made it, yeah. You know, I, I think that I was telling uh, Dylan Reback, who's there, works with me uh, for Mad Money. Like the idea Nef- oh, Netflix is not going to write for it. No. Yeah, okay. Over time,
2: it will become.
0: And from what I've he- heard, you know, from the news and everything, uh, it's exciting. It's not perfect, which, I mean, you know, nothing is. Um, But it's. I, I know this sounds cr- stupid. I don't want to say stupid. I know this may sound you know like okay but it's the future you know which is very exciting and you know one thing i'm not knocking tim cook but um i would say he's not i mean again this of course is chaos he's not a steve jobs you know what i'm saying and i don't know anything about steve jobs but what i've seen in movies and tv shows or whatever but um tim cook if i had to say uh, as leader of Apple right now, um, is good at perfecting. So, I would say I'm a person. Me personally, I'm as humbly as possible. I would say I'm like, I don't know, like not saying I am, but more so like a trend. Not 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 no, not a trendsetter, um, or a trendsetter. I guess you could call it. Uh, I would say I'm more like a trendsetter. A trailblazer uh an individual who constantly pushes the envelope constant and it's a it's a it's a it's almost a it's almost a curse to be honest because I'm always focused on the future N- even when I'm at parties I could be at a party and i'm 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 thinking about tomorrow you know I'm somewhere else in my head. I'm it's it's it's, I'm not saying this is a good thing I'm never not saying never it's very hard for me to be in the moment I'm not a person that you can watch tv with I get up 20 30 times because I know by the time this movie ends or this this tv show ends I want I want to be able to relax so in the meanwhile checking the doors uh, make sure everything's locked clean the kitchen Um, bouncing all over the place before, you know, it, uh, everybody's sleep, um, show times over, uh, and never really got to sit down and enjoy the moment. Uh, so it's not a knock to Tim Cook or anything. I think being in the future too much is a curse. I, if I had to say I'm, I'm a futurist, you know, I'm constantly, if I could get any wish It would literally be able to go to year 5,000 or what year are we in? We're in 2000, right? So yeah, year 5,000, 6,000, 10,000 just to see what it looks like, just to see what people are doing, see what's going on. What different things are people talking about? What have they concocted that is like, oh, okay, okay. All right. Is this, this is where we're at. What dance moves are people doing? What music are people listening to? What companies have went away and now what companies have survived what companies are new uh are, are what whatever it is you know what i'm saying um so um i've noticed if i could be i could be wrong about this tim cook is not taken apple to like n- new heights based on like his competition you know what I'm saying? But, like I say, he's a perfectionist. He takes what is already available to the public and he perfects it. Cell phones, out. He brings out the Apple device, crazy. Um, the watches, out. Apple has the best watches, uh, you know, compared to his competitors. Um, laptops out been out the macbook pro damn near unstoppable and some people telling me that the macbook air or something is better than the pro i'm like you know i'm good with the macbook pro i think the pro is the best i haven't even tried the air um the goggles been out but supposedly people are like yo these new apple goggles are going to be the future you know um it would be nice, in my opinion, being, you know, kind of a futurist. Uh, it would be nice to see Tim Cook finally, like, and and I don't want to encourage this behavior because I was looking at some shit on Netflix, some documentary on Netflix. I forgot this guy was Turkish or something. It was, I think, it was, uh, um, it was uh, let me see, Turkish uh, documentary. It, it's a weird documentary. It was like a documentary story or like tv show it was an odd uh documentary style and then i found a couple more just like it. i was like okay this is an odd documentary style um it's a story slash documentary it's like a movie slash documentary um really cool though so the rise of empires of ottoman so this guy fortunately um i forget what his name was uh Ottoman, Sutton, Mehmed II. Um, luckily, it worked out for him. He did very well on having that pressure of uh, having to separate themselves from their future. I mean, from their past leaders. His past leader was actually his father. So uh, he became uh, whatever uh, the Turkish called their kings. Uh, it might have been king. I can't remember. 'Cause I was looking at another one about uh the SARS, the last Tsar of Russia. They called their king SARS. Uh so I'm not sure if uh the Turkish did the same thing. But um essentially oh wow, and it, it got it got like an eight out of ten on IMDB. Approximately an eight. Um and Rotten uh, Tomatoes gave it an eighty three. It was pretty good. It was actually it was actually pretty good. The whole documentary story thing was kind of odd, but yeah, it was really good. Um, but he had the pressure of wanting to separate himself from his father. You know, it was, it was a concern of his. So he went and one, uh, his father was trying to take over this Christian, uh, city. It was a city that supposedly nobody's ever been able to take over before. Uh, and he said, you know what, this is going to be my, my reign. This is going to be my story. You know, luckily for him, it worked out, but I can't imagine for how many people who want to separate themselves. What's the thing that's going to separate you from whoever else, your past leader or whatever. And then you go off and you start some war or something, you know, um, because, um, you just want to supposedly the Vladimir Putin war with Ukraine is a, um, as something that's going to separate him supposedly from other Russian leaders. If there's ever another Russian leader, however, you know, I don't. I'm not. I I think Russia has a democracy, or they do voting. I'm not sure, but supposedly it's like the only name on the ballot is Vladimir Putin, something like that. I'm not sure how it works over there. Um, <laughs> so you're just basically like, oh, oh, my, oh, oh. you know, test question. There's only one A. You know, it's like, oh, I guess I'm on circle A, you know, um, but supposedly this is like, you know, his like story, you know, um, for me, um, I don't know. I say like I'm a trendsetter. And what I mean by that is I'm not the best one when I, if I, um, I remember like as a as a as a kid I was like one of the first kids in my school to wear Italian gangster shirts not like Versace but like uh mugshots uh, I would wear mugshots on my shirts um now later in life people started wearing uh you know mugshots uh but I was like one of the first kids in my school I remember I was one of the first kids in my sk- school to wear this teddy bear shirt it was like a gangster teddy bear I can't even remember the name of that joint let me see uh, let me see if I can find that joint, uh, gangster, Teddy bear shirts. Um, this is like early 2000. I can't even remember the name of this company. Uh, but it was, it was this bear, like, and it was like a 3d shirt. Um, meaning like it, like the, the, the image popped off of the shirt a little bit. I remember one time, man, I wore this joint uh, where he was in the strip club and it had like a stripper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, that shit was funny as shit. Um, I remember I really, I'm not going to say I was the only one, but because there was other kids too. Um, you know, the Brett Favre jersey thing, I remember I kind of incorporated uh, football jerseys uh, in my outfits. Um, now I'm not really a trendsetter unless the dad bod, uh, dad gear is setting a trend. It's it's a trend that I'm not trying to set. It's literally, I'm just fucked right now, you know? (laughs) Um, and it just happens that I wear the same pair of jeans, the same pair of pants every day, the same button down shirt. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a strain because I, I can't wait to be in a position where I can go shopping and, you know, go up to the mall and, um, go buy some clothes and whatnot. And I know people say, man, you could, you just start off with one shirt or something. That's not really my style. I'm kind of a go hard or go home type person. So when I go shopping, I go shopping. When I don't shop, I'm just chilling. Um, now I may go shopping for my children, you know I'm saying? Making sure they good. But, um, I mean, I'm not a big shopper, but what I would say is I'm not the one that's going to make it look the best. You know, I push the envelope. I try new things. Um, but I'm not the one that's going to perfect it. I'm not the one like that it looks good on. When I do it, it looks bad. It's like, "Ugh. Ugh. It looks awful." And then what happens? A couple months later, more and more people are doing it, more and more people are doing it, and then they perfect it and they make it look great. And it's like, "That's what I was shoot. that that's what I was trying to do. You know, that's what I had in my head. My execution was bad. Terrible. You know, so that's what I'm more so what I think with Apple. Um, I'm taking a look at my Forex. It's doing awful. Uh, I really don't want to close my positions, but I may have to get ready to close them because I got to pay some bills. Um, I'm still naked short on USDJPY. It's kicking my ass. Um, So, yeah, I just think that's probably one thing that uh, I could be wrong of why Apple's kind of struggling uh, with the sales. Because is it really necessary to go get a thirty five hundred dollar goggle when you could easily go get you know a five six hundred dollar goggle? You know, do I want the goggles? Yeah, I want to get like four of them. What is that? So thirty what thirty five seven thousand? What's that? Ten five? Um, what's that? 105 was thousand something like that. Let me see. What is it? Thirty five hundred times four. Yeah, like, see, if I got four of them, I'd, that'd be fourteen grand. I ain't, I ain't got another type of bread just to spend on these goggles. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wish I did. I would get like four or five of them and give them out as a, you know, Christmas gifts. You know, um, I already know a couple of them who they would go to. I might keep one for myself. Um. Shit, I might do- donate one to a college or something, a university or something like that. And have everybody have a ball, you know? Um but yeah. So that I, I think that's one reason, uh, why this why the numbers of Apple isn't and plus, I don't know, people say things like, you know, the you know, those numbers are already incorporated in in the stocks or whatever. All right, let me see what Bloomberg's talking about. And this thing takes a while sorry give me just one moment yeah but um even with the trend setting for me it's not that hard like even doing podcasting you know having these conversations with y'all people are like oh my gosh I don't know how you could do that I mean it's a little crazy It is a little crazy. I'm literally putting my business, my whole life out there, you know, for people to listen to, you know, it is a little crazy, but I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I'm just pulling out my phone. I'm sitting in my bedroom. I got my laptop out. It's all good. And you're going to have supporters. You're going to have people in the middle who don't care. And you're going to have people who, you know, it's too um, heavy for
2: me to use. You're on the Bloomberg terminal. Go to Bloomberg.
0: You already know what I'm saying.
2: I'd read Anurag Rana, Mandeep Singh, after this tech juggernaut uh a weekend. Paul Sweeney, I don't remember like the tech managing juggernaut. It's become like the big banks when they come out. Yeah, and uh I don't it, remember
1: that. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you put all three of them in, in one big day. But it yeah. goes to your question here for shareholders. I, you know, more of the PMs we talked to, I mean, I don't really hear too many PMs saying don't own these things I mean you got to own them obviously but uh, the valuations are you know you just can't get too caught up on the valuations right. now whenever we say that past cycles boy you get burned <clears> but I mean you take a look right. at as you call out Tom the free cash flow of some of these companies it's just, these are just enormous not in my lifetime yeah not not it's in our lifetime mm-hmm. and it feels like right. names Apple Amazon I mean you know <clears> names you have to own
2: off the jobs report if you're just joining a spectacular jobs report lots of noise a lot of heated emails you know, the usual thing. It wasn't as good as it looked. Guess what? 600,000 jobs in 60 days is, is what the top line that was. We had big green on the screen. We still got green NASDAQ. Yeah,
0: that's fantastic. 600,000 jobs in 60 days. Yo, that's amazing. I'm actually still out here, um, still waiting to see if anybody hits me back. And no shame, probably about to go hit the local grocery store uh, in another day or two. Um I do have to go down to the uh, local flea market. I'm going to um, ask for a table. Um, So I try to share as much as I can with y'all. I really do try to be transparent. Uh, Only reason with the book, I didn't really give out that much information on how the book was written and everything is because, to be honest with you, I don't have all the details. I uh, worked with a team of people uh, that really came together on that project. To be honest, I really just authored the book all the illustrations, everything else. Uh, uh, And and now I'm marketing. Um, If it wasn't for me to have to, that was one big question was, uh, because, you know, the team of people really knew I've been sticking to myself probably for like the last year. I really haven't been hanging out with nobody, really haven't been wanting to interact with a bunch of people. And they're like, yo, so when this book is done, I mean, you know, how's it going to sell? You know, if, if you don't really, you know... Um, if if you're really kind of being secluded, I said, you know what, look, just give me some time and some some seclusion right now, like Dragon Ball Z, like when uh Goku or Vegeta, I, you know, would go into their pod into the space and just be secluded for some time. And I said, yo, right now I'm just in my pod, all right, and physically not training, but mentally training. You know, um, already, already, the constant questions are coming, and you know, I know people say that, uh, faith is only just to keep you mentally grounded. You know, well, hey, it's been keeping me mentally grounded because in the time of my training, I feel like my relationship with God has gotten better. You know, that's one thing I've been working on is my relationship with God and my relationship with myself and my relationship with my families. And I've had hiccups. Um, I, I'll admit to you, I had a hiccup last night. Um, I have these moments where the emotions get the best of me, and I lash out, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. One of my uh, little ones is homesick. I'll let him say hello. Daddy? Yeah. You know those noodles that we You want some spicy noodles? They're you know,
1: like those Udak noodles.
0: You want to say what's up to the people? Hi. Uh, What What are Buddha noodles? Those, like, those noodles that we always wanted? Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh team iPhones are more. Team or, or not Team Mewers. Uh, YouTube. TikTok shop. TikTok shop. All right, bet. Well, uh, we'll order them. We
1: have five a five pack for like a couple
0: dollars. All right, bet we'll, we'll order it. We'll order it. Give me some, just give me some time. He got five, it's like every noodle. Uh, every noodle? Yeah, every noodle the, pack. The cheesy noodles, the black pink, noodles. Yeah. All right, cool. Pink noodles.
2: Pink noodles.
0: Yeah, they have like a pink one. Okay, cool. All right, we'll get, just, you know, you know me. I said, give me some time. Let me get some occupation. Let me get some, uh, or uh, I'm going to try to go to the flea market today um, and see if, uh, they'll allow me to get a table, uh, you know. So and it, you know, try to go sell some some books, uh, or let me try to get the business going. Okay, I can show you on the phone. Where All the right, logo. cool, cool. Give me one second, okay. Uh, trying to create some content. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh oh there it goes all right um let me go over that email um uh, give me one second I gotta Give me one moment. I'm sorry, I'm looking for this email from the flea market. Basically telling me what time I need to come up there today. Um and to uh see if they'll be able to if I'm able to get a table. Um I I got some books coming in. I don't even have the books yet, but the tracking said that they should be delivered today. So I'm kind of taking a gamble. Um Uh, to go up there, cause, let me see what time they said I need to be up there, um, good afternoon Chandler, thank you for your interest in becoming a vendor with, uh, I'll say the name of the flea market, uh, it's, uh, Pico something like that, Patashpico, uh, flea market. To reserve a space with us, we ask you to visit our rental office anytime between 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Friday, immediately before the weekend on which you wish to set up. Uh, all right, great. Um, sorry. Um, so uh, I'm going to go up there today and um, try to set it up, uh, get a table. And just try to be in there, selling some books. Uh, I got to start advertising channel Gregory Hayes. Uh, it's a business I started for financial therapy. Also, it'll be entertainment and community outreach. Uh, what is financial therapy, to be honest with you? I don't know. Uh, the reason I started financial therapy is because I don't want to be a coach. I don't want to be an advisor. I don't want to be a guider. Uh, none of that. So, um uh, you know how it kind of happened? All right, I'll tell you how it happened. I was speaking to my mom about it. Uh, I was like, you know, um, one, I don't want to breach any financial regulations. This is Regulations is very important to me. It's very important. Since working for your regulator is what made me care about regulation so much because you realize the work that these regulators put in to protect the uh, integrity of the industry. When you don't work for a regulator, I'm not saying nobody else. You kind of, the regulators are kind of this wizard of Oz. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of just out there. And you know all the regulations and everything. But you don't really know them. You just more so know them because you're trying to keep your job. So if regulation 4530 says that I need to disclose this before I can make a trade, then I just know I need to disclose this rule 4530. Before I make a trade or something. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But you just know it from that aspect. Do you respect it? Do you care about it? Do you understand the work that uh, people have put into their careers to create, you know, regulation best interests or uh, regulation 4530? I don't think there's that respect for it. You know, this person spent the last couple years of their career trying to create this regulation best interest or something whatever it is. You know, now that I've seen it, I have such respect for regulations. You know, so one, I don't want to breach any regulations. One because I do respect it and I just I really am not one for drama. I really you know, um I'm not trying to brag. I'm one of those people who don't start shit but I finish shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to brag you know what I'm saying, I'll, trust me, one day somebody's going to crush the living shit out of me. You know, I don't go around starting drama, but you start some drama, I'll finish it. You know, so um, I really don't want no beef with the regulators. They come to me with some cease and desist, and we're just going to start going back and forth. You know, so I say, alright, how can I get around this where I'm not breaching any regulations, I don't and to be technically an advisor, you need to be licensed and with a broker dealer. Doesn't look like I could be wrong, but lately no broker dealer has really been giving me not giving me. I haven't earned any opportunities with a broker dealer yet. They they can't trust, you know, because my resume does not is not who I am. My resume is my resume. I know this might sound stupid, especially to people who are wonderful at interviewing. My resume is my resume. It's what I can accomplish, it's what I can achieve. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am who I am, you know, and when people see my resume and my name, Chandler Hayes with his master's degree in business administration, formerly had a series seven series 63 SIE worked for a financial regulator, blah, 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 worked for a wealth management firm has all these successes and not that many accolades whatever, I really don't. They equivalent that, I think, with, like, a certain presentation that I'm not really good at giving. Even House of Barf, you kind of see how it is. I'm really monotone, really just chill, boring. You know, this is who I am. So I go into an interview. Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, so tell us about yourself. I don't know, man. Like, I'm a Afro-American from Kansas. Moved to Maryland when I was 13. Um... Enjoy finances, you know, so what you been doing since you've been terminated or, you know, since you stopped being with FINRA, you know, surviving, you know, fighting for my life every day, trying to protect the mental health of my children, trying to protect my mental health, you know, fighting every day to pay the mortgage, pay the gas, pay the energy, you know, I'm sorry, you know, um, I'm terrible at interviews. Seriously, like, like you know, um. So then, at the end of the interview, they're just like, "Yo, where's the guy that's on the paper?" Uh, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm right here. You know, is is it you that passed the series seven? Yep, yep. I could probably tell you a lot about the series seven. Uh, not so much anymore because they probably had to come out with a new edition because when I was studying the series seven, it was suitability. Now they got regulation BI, best interest. So I would have to re up on all that information, but it pretty much the same. If somebody's six years old, you know, high net worth and uh looking for an investment that you know they don't want to run into a bunch of taxes, what should you get? Uh um, municipal bond. You know, uh, I mean I'm not saying that's the best one, I just made something up real quick. But we could go all we could go over it all, you know, it's no big deal. So I'm not really looking to be an advisor. Um, and I know this sounds terrible. Another reason why I'm not looking to be an advisor, I know this is gonna be terrible because I'm interviewing for jobs right now. There's a lot of bigotry, yo. A lot of bigotry. There's a it's it's it is awful. It is awful. Like I told you about the time uh on another one where I literally saw an email from a Caucasian woman. I was helping her with something totally else. You know, I can't remember what I was helping her with. Maybe just update her information on her profile or something. And she probably said something like, hey, I sent y'all an email uh, a little while ago uh, about this information. So I said, all right, let me check, uh, you know, our security email system uh, to see if I can see, your, you know, your email. So I'm going through her emails and she had uh, registered, I mean, applied or registered to be in our personal advisory service, you know, uh, where you get assigned a personal advisor. So when you call, you don't, you know, you you don't call the regular customer service number. You call directly into a personal advisor, same personal advisor, you know, for the most part, you know, you get this extra service, um, you know. So she applied or registered, whatever it is, to uh, get into this personal advisory service. And uh, as I'm going through the emails to try to find whatever email we were working on. I um saw she assigned uh signed up for it. It's like, oh okay, cool. I see you signed up for our personal advisory service. You know, congratulations. I hope it works out for you. Going through her emails and I see she says, Hey, um, you know, thank you for an advisor. Uh I have a it was like a black man or woman. Um, they're great. But I don't really it was something like I really don't like blacks. Um so if it's it possible if I could get a white personal advisor and I believe I even saw her say and if so I would prefer a white male advisor I'm like wow wow oh my gosh and that thing and I still helped her I didn't even let her know I saw that email um I didn't even let her know and um we and I would get phone calls about hey Chan um I would like a white advisor, so um, I would reach out to my supervisor and be like, hey, uh, I got this question about um, uh, this customer says that they want a white investor, how am I supposed to respond to that? Man, I remember one time my supervisor picked up the phone and kirked off on a uh, on a customer and was like, yo, this is not what we do at this company, our advisors are trained and if you call back and ask that question one more time we will remove you as a client or whatever i was like oh my gosh so then moving forward i knew what to say to, like listen that's not what we do here at this company we basically have a pool of advisors every advisor is trained you know to the utmost uh you should receive consistent information um but yes we don't do that where you know you get to select your at, at that firm that's not what how it worked um uh, and then also, you know, I did want to go down the advisor route for a while. And earlier I did. It was one of the one things that I wanted to do. I wanted to become a wealth manager, um, a wealth planner, financial advisor. It was like my dream. You know what I'm saying? It's what I wanted to do. The reason I started chasing analytics is because I got tired of all the bigotry. I, if you look, you see like a lot of, um, I didn't see this at the firm. Cause again, they didn't do that. But when I started um, working on, like, complaints with uh, with the regulator, I noticed, you know, if I saw a Chinese name, I don't know what a Chinese name is exactly, but, like, she, like, XI or something, I noticed that their advisor was a Chinese uh, representative. I noticed that there was a Caucasian individual complaining is usually about a Caucasian representative. If there was... Um, you know, I don't know, a Jewish, uh, uh, you know, last name or something or, or sounding last name. Or, um, they usually had a Jewish financial advisor. So that was one thing I kind of noticed with complaints is, wow, people really only go towards advisor. People go towards things that make them comfortable, things that they know of themselves. I'll let y'all know. I probably haven't had like a black doctor and it's not that I'm not, I'm not looking for a black. Man. I had a black doctor when I was a teenager but whenever i go to the, a doctor's office the clinic you know i've had caucasian women i've had asian women um south asian women uh, uh maybe south asian men uh you know it's it's been all over the place you know um if i have any concerns that you know hey doc uh is this good for black people i'll just ask the doctor you know what i'm saying and also, if I have some concerns that the doctor's trying to prescribe something because we are black, I'll say, like, hey, that may not be, This is not what we're trying to do. But I'll talk to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Um, so financial advisor, I'd have a black woman. I'd have an Asian woman. I'd have a Latina man. I don't care. You know, it, the main thing that matters to me is their character and um, their strategies, as long as their strategies align with mine. You know, don't be trying to go off and gamble my shit and whatever. Um shit. Sorry, I was looking at the market, something just happened. Oh shit. Hmm. cup uh let me see. Um but yeah, yeah, just various things. Um so yeah, that's one reason it kind of got me going down the analytic roads, because I still want to help people. But if I can do it from behind a computer, uh people tell me all the time, Chan, you're 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 a social butterfly. As much as you don't want to admit to it, you're a social butterfly. You go into analytics, I give you a year before you want to go back and start helping people again. Um But yeah, when I seen kind of that stuff, it kind of rubbed me in the wrong way. And I was like, you know what? This is messed up that people are like this. Um I'm going to go ahead and I'm still going to help these people. They're just not going to know it. You know, my name is just going to be on, you know, the portfolio that, you know, I developed working with, you know, whatever company, Fidelity or Arc or BlackRock or whatever it is. And, you know, I'll put the numbers together uh, to, you know, acquire this airport or this blah, blah, blah. And then when you go purchase uh, the Vanguard, you know, I don't know, total stock market index or something um i helped put that portfolio together but you have no idea i helped put it together you know uh in that way i really don't have to deal so in that way i'm still protecting the integrity and the ethics and helping the industry grow but i don't have to I, i don't have to so much deal with people so much um I know it sounds terrible. It's like man, people are people. You got to get past that. You know, so I am trying to work on getting past that. But right now, as of right now, I kind of do want to go down the analytics road, uh, you know, uh the CFA road and uh try to um be successful there. Um So yeah, uh one other thing I did want to bring up is I may be posting periodically uh moving forward. Um so I've had a couple of marketing teams reach out to me and discuss that, you know, um, I may have something here with a uh, house of barf, uh, but we, we don't know yet. We can't tell because it's the world's most private podcast, you know. <laughs> um, so they're like, hey, listen, we need you to start all over. We need you to go back. Listen to every episode retitle it, rewrite the descriptions. We need you to start posting online. We need you to get, you know, Facebook. We need you to get an Instagram. We need you to get, um you know, Snapchat, whatever. And we need you to start putting yourself out there uh, so that we can actually get some numbers together so that we can develop a package that's for you. Because, you know, what if they sell me a small package and as soon as they start marketing for me, all this volume comes in and they're like, yo, Chan, we, this, we, we thought you were small time. We didn't realize this many people were following you or they sell me some big package and they find out that I have just 20 followers that download every episode one or two times, you know? And they're like, oh man, we told you this big ass package and we don't even know if it fits for you. So going to take some time. I'm going to try to get all this together. Trust me. I am nervous about it. I'm not excited about it. Um, I've literally already had some people reach out and tell me uh, when wherever you go where I'm not even joking. I've literally had somebody tell me this, not just literally just the other day, wherever you go, whatever you try to do, I will be there and let people know uh, basically how terrible of a person you are. You know, I, I don't care where you go. I will be there and just let people know this guy is a jerk. He's all this, that, and the whatever they were cu- accusing me of. And I'm like, oh crap. You know, people are gonna think this about me and think this is who I am and it's not really who I am. I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. Um uh, yeah, yeah, so um and I've 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 had my slip ups um recently with individuals um, who I really, truly feel have done me wrong over the years. So I'm a little hesitant to expose myself. I kind of just wouldn't mind just keeping myself to a small group of individuals. However, I have noticed that in life, everything is not about you, not um, about me. You know, um, my trials, my tribulations, my successes, my travesties, May really help some individuals and I can sit there, you know, if it was up to me, I would seriously get a nice little quiet job in analytics, move to some quiet town and stay to myself. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, I'm tired of the individuals who um, are so wrapped up around their cars, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Some old lady. You know, fender benders them, and they are cussing the old lady out. What the fuck is your problem, old lady? What are you blind? Learn how to fucking drive it, and not not a not a scratch on the car, but it's a Audi or it's a Mercedes or it's a Lexus, and they're like, man, no, this is you know pure Colombian uh white sheer metallic paint or something. It's like, dude, it's a fucking car, it gets you from point A to point B. All right, and occasionally it will get you some eyeballs, that may get you some attention or something. But dude, relax. I'm tired of everybody, you know, all this stuff, whatever wrapped up around fashion, whatever. And, and trust me, I have no beef with fashion or anything. But you know, you get you get in this life, it gets kind of tiresome. Uh, I probably would end up being like a, I don't know, like a Dave Chappelle. I don't know. He he's out in Ohio. Where the fuck is Tom Hanks? Does anybody know where he is when he's not making a movie? Don Cheadle? Where is that guy? I've never ran into him. You know, like, I probably would end up being an individual like that. Julia Roberts? I've never ran into her, you know? Um, so, uh, not saying that that's, you know, the right way to do stuff, but that's what I probably end up doing. Just chilling out somewhere, hanging out, minding my business, trying to survive, you know? I'm, nine to five or small business, you know, I'm not here for the, you know, trying to get tore down and arguments and fights with people, uh, trying to make sure that I'm in the latest fashion or drinking the latest Louis the 13th. Don't even like it. Just eat it because, uh, somebody told me it was expensive. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be working on, um, trying to, Uh, Expose myself a little bit more to actually get some real numbers on what's going on real quick with the markets. I did get a notification that Marathon Oil. um, Marathon Oil News uh, will be. Let me see. uh, uh, Declaring a fourth quarter 2023 dividend. Uh, I want to know what the record dividend date is because wondering i may be in there uh for a dividend uh payable march 11th for stockholders of record of february 21st oh shit you still got time so you know who knows i may try to get some more shares uh, before then i don't know how much the dividend is going to be i'll I'll keep my eye on that and uh, take a look at it uh but uh let me see um uh, Marathon oil i got a contract that expires 350 days from now strike price 45 right now it's up approximately 30 percent um uh jet blue I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do with you jet blue uh, go sell some calls or some puts I'm not sure um and carnival uh carnival sold a contract uh expires today at the end of business today it's only three dollars. Uh, which is cool. I'm fine with that. I probably sold that on Monday or something. Maybe on Monday. Let me see when I sold it. Uh, I sold it on January 29th. So I sold that on January 20 20- Monday. I sold it on Monday. Uh, it's going to, it appears that it's going to expire worthless today. Uh, and I made $3. Um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get into this market. Uh, I have noticed... Uh, it's getting a little, getting a little crazy in here. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's getting a little crazy. Uh, so let me go ahead and take a look at the market see what's going on. Uh, I want to thank everybody who decides to stop by and kick it with your mans. I appreciate it. God bless. Seriously. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your family. You know, take care of your, your friends, you know, um, and, and forgive yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on forgiving myself as well because I make mistakes. You know, um, I've I've yelled at, you know, my children for things that are not their fault because I'm mad at their mother. Um, you know, I've made so many mistakes and I'm working on forgiving myself. And uh, forgive yourself as well. Real quick, CNBC is on real quick. Let's just see what they're talking about.
1: Chevron and Mike, let me just quickly come back to that question I was asking about Guyana. Just to put it very, you were answering it, but is there a concern on your part in terms of the Venezuelan government and what it may or may not do, uh, given the importance it has to Hess, which you're in the process of of acquiring?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure where I cut out, but, uh, you know, the presence of the two countries have met. There seems to be a diplomatic dialogue that is underway right now. Oftentimes, these types of disputes, particularly where they're...
0: This is Michael Wirth of Chevron, uh, Chevron CEO
2: but uh, always their result through uh, discussions negotiations and uh, diplomacy and that certainly is what appears to be uh, you know underway uh, with respect to venezuela and guyana okay mike uh, our president
0: if, if i understand what they're talking about they're talking about the deals uh, let me see real quick
1: um, i speak to a lot of people uh, whom i would regard as being our allies in the oil business whether it be south korea
0: Chevron just raised their dividend to eight percent. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a gosh darn minute Let's take a look at that Okay, that's serious for me. What's their ticket symbol? CVX? Yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars per share Uh, Let me see what they've been over the last ten years. I'm just gonna go to uh, 20 years, whatever Uh, 51 was our lowest let me see in 20 years 42 and their highest is 189 so they're near more their high 8% dividend let me see what what they're talking about and was there
2: uh, when when our allies in Europe needed that Uh, the US uh, has uh, export capacity now that can supply many countries around the world reduce emissions and provide reliable and affordable energy to power economies. Uh, One of the things that's really important on these types of investments is confidence and certainty and reliability over the long term. Countries make long term investments in their energy value chains. And it's very important that they have a reliable supply. Uh, These kinds of policy uh, politics undermine the confidence that customers around the world should have in the United States.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a look at that Chevron, man. 8% dividend. That's nuts. That's crazy. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and take a look at this market, see what's going on, uh, see if there's anything else out there. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. Uh, One thing I've been saying lately is don't give your pearls to swine. They won't appreciate it, and they will try to trample you. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. I'm Chairman. This is House of Bar. I am thrilled to introduce you to an exciting new storybook journey that I believe will capture your imagination. Allow me to present Langston Manxon's Koolamate Stand Adventure, a compelling short story that promises to transport you to a world of interest, excitement, and learning. The title of the book is Langston Manxon's Koolamate Stand Adventure by Chandler Hayes. In a world of colorful imagination and captivating stories, a new children's book has emerged to empower our young minds with crucial life lessons, life skills, and financial literacy. Langston Manxon's Koolamate Stand Adventure is a cheering short story written by a talented black author who understands the importance of equipping our youth in the early stages of life with the tools they need to navigate the realm of money, savings, and smart choices. Meet Langston Minkston and his imaginary best friend Zonky, a pink elephant, two curious souls who embark on an adventure around the vibrant landscape of Wichita, Kansas, where Langston Minkston sets out to accomplish multiple goals and is met with obstacles that he must overcome. Langston Minkston and Zonky discover valuable lessons of talking about finances in the home in order to gain knowledge. Langston-Mangston, with a little bit of confidence, the guidance of supportive parents, the help of community members like Mr. Tiller, and his imaginary best friend Zonky, Langston-Mangston learns about the value of money and how to save, the importance of making thoughtful spending decisions, the significance of thinking outside the box when met with challenges with money and the joys of sharing with others. Through relatable experiences and emerging and, and engaging storytelling, Young readers are introduced to the fundamental concepts of money, such as earning, saving, and spending responsibly. Langston-Mankson set savings goals, teaching children the importance of planning for future needs and dreams. The book celebrates diversity and the different perspectives on money, shedding light on its role in different people's lives. The characters' interactions emphasize the joys of serving others, the gift of sharing, and making a positive impact in their community. The pages of Langston Mangston's Kulamade Stan Adventure come to life with vibrant illustrations. The colorful and imaginative visuals not only captivate young readers, but also enhance their understanding of complex financial concepts. Langston Mangston's Kulamade Stan Adventure is coming soon to bookstairs and online realtors. It is a must-have addition to any child's library, fostering essential life skills while sparking the joy of reading. Empower the young minds in your life with the gift of financial literacy and imagination. Join Langston, Manson, Zonkey, family, and friends on their extraordinary journey of running a drink stand to set them on the path of a brighter future. Your opinion means a great deal to me. I would be honored to... If you would consider exploring Langston-Mankson's Kool-Aid Stand Adventure and sharing your thoughts, your feedback could play an invaluable role in shaping the future of this project. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to discuss the book further, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Your support in spreading the word about Langston-Mankson's Kool-Aid Stand Adventure would mean the world to me, and I deeply appreciate your consideration. I am a passionate advocate for financial literacy, me, um, Chandler Hayes, um, and, and am excited to join the community of storytellers. With a background in finances, I am driven to inspire children to embark on their own adventures of learning and discovery through the power of literature. Langston-Mankston's Kool May Stand Adventure is a heartfelt endeavor to promote financial literacy in a fun and accessible way. As a black author, I'm committed to providing children of all backgrounds with the tools for success, and I am proud to contribute to a more financially informed generation. Thank you for taking the time to explore this advertisement And I look forward to the possibility of sharing this extraordinary literature adventure with you. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, You can reach me at the email C287GPH at gmail.com. All right. Thank you. Warmest regards. Have a great day. God bless.